Welcome to Nutrition Bites, the no-nonsense podcast where you get the truth about food so you can eat what you want and be healthy. I'm your host, Maggie, and welcome to episode 27 of this series. A new year is upon us, and with that comes the motivation to shake things up a bit, especially when it comes to how we eat. On the menu today, a nutritious new year. Welcome to 2022, folks. And although it kind of feels like Groundhog Day right now, I know at least some of you are enthusiastic for this new year. Who knows what's to come? I mean, perhaps we'll strike up a peace agreement with COVID, or Rihanna will drop a new album, or maybe we'll start to eat a little bit healthier. A lot of people tend to view this moment in time as a reset, a chance to shake off the past and start fresh. According to the research group YouGov America, about one in four Americans make an annual New Year's resolution, an intention to change their life by adopting or modifying new habits. By far, the most common resolution is to exercise more, followed closely by losing weight and the all-encompassing idea of eating better. But research suggests that less than 10% of all resolutions are ever fully achieved, and the majority of people who've committed to one usually drop it by the second week of February. So if upping your nutrition game is on your to-do list for 2022, let's talk about how to make that happen. Now, whether you intend to make a New Year's resolution or not, it's likely that at some point throughout the year, you're going to have a moment where you want to change your eating habits. The problem is, often when we set an intention to eat better or healthier, we don't do it in the right way. Most often, our resolutions, whether they begin on January 1st or any other day, fail because of the following reasons. They're not sustainable, flexible, or specific, or They're just too big. Unfortunately, a lot of the resolutions and goals we make are framed with an end date in mind. But temporary actions rarely yield permanent results. For example, when you go on a diet, that implies that one day you'll go off of it. And like I've explored in previous episodes, especially the keto one, when people stop dieting, any progress, whether that's lost weight or fat, is often reversed. So what's important is to avoid thinking of your new nutrition or health change as something you get to stop in 365 days. Because if your resolution has an end date, that means your progress will too. Lack of flexibility is another reason why we often fail at our goals. I don't know if it's because an entire generation has been raised on the Fast and Furious franchise, but people love extreme challenges. Instead of setting an intention to eat less sugar, we prefer an all-or-nothing approach. But when you completely eliminate foods or food groups or macronutrients, you can be putting your physical and mental health at risk, and also create a lot of awkward social situations. I would know because at 13 years old, I set a resolution to stop eating french fries and drinking cola. I wish I could tell you why, but I have no idea other than I was generally a weird kid. Problem is, the only places a 13-year-old can hang out is at a fast food chain or mall food court, so this resolution didn't really jive with my teenage social life. 
There are many scenarios in life from parties to vacations to office or school potlucks where you don't have full control over what's available to eat. And if you don't build in flexibility to your new nutrition goal, it will make your life unnecessarily difficult. Similarly, not being specific enough in what you want to change will also make it hard to know if you're successful or not. If your resolution this year is to eat healthier, what does that really mean? Generic resolutions give the same vibe as when a corporation says they are committed to diversity, but never really outline exactly how they are committed. When a goal is too broad, it makes it really difficult to track progress and hold yourself accountable. And the final fail of any new habit change is the go big or go home mentality. Often, the big audacious goals we set for ourselves can only be achieved if we have zero responsibilities and a crap ton of cash and time. Even if your resolution doesn't seem to be too big on the surface, like becoming a vegan, if the change is too drastic from where you're currently at, it could be really, really hard to stick with. Going vegan, if you already cook mostly plant-based, will be a lot easier than if you currently eat meat and dairy and someone else is in charge of all the groceries and cooking. Of course, it's important to keep long-term goals on the horizon, but small changes are worth celebrating too. So, in order to make some nutritious changes in 2022, it's important to avoid those four traps. Make sure you frame any new goal with long-term adoption in mind, Build in flexibility to handle life's curveballs and our own mistakes. Be specific and make it small. Other ways to set yourself up for success include understanding and addressing any challenges that could get in the way of achieving your new nutrition goal. Say if you want to eat more salads this year, but find it beyond annoying to make them. Well, in order to embrace that inner autolenghi, you need to find ways to make salad creation easier and more convenient. Maybe you struggle with your lettuce and other greens wilting really quickly. So search online as to the best storage methods instead of chucking them in the fridge and praying for the best. Or perhaps you don't know how to make a delicious salad. Fortunately, there are thousands of tips online for go-to salad dressings or toppings to keep in your pantry, like dried cranberries and salted pumpkin seeds, that help you easily level up your salad game. Another general helpful tip in keeping up with a new habit is to piggyback it onto an existing one. Say you have a resolution to take a daily omega-3 pill. Well, set your supplement bottle beside the coffee maker so you're reminded to take it when you make your daily brew. Of course, this only works if you actually drink coffee every day. Alternatively, you can pick a day of the week or time of day to action on your resolution, like 4 o'clock fruit time or Monday for meatless dinner. Engineering your environment is another great approach to make sticking with any habit change easier. Essentially, arrange your space so that making the right choice is easy and the wrong choice difficult. Let's say you have a goal to consume more protein at breakfast. Well, organize your fridge so that protein-rich choices like eggs, tofu, Greek yogurt, and peanut butter are easy to see and access. I had a friend who grew up in this kind of environment when it came to sweets. His parents never bought cookies or cakes, but their kitchen was always stocked with all the ingredients. So if he wanted a chocolate chip cookie, he could totally have one, so long as he baked it from scratch. If effort is a general deterrent for you, like, you know, 
most people, then this may be the perfect strategy to cut down on some of your favorite, less healthy foods. Now that we are up to speed on how to create a rock-solid nutrition goal or habit change, let's get some inspiration for how you can eat healthier in 2022. Overall, there's a couple of categories where we can focus on building better eating habits. The first is to consume more of a healthy food, food group, or nutrient, like eating at least one serving of veggies at lunch, consuming fish twice a week, or taking a daily vitamin D supplement. Alternatively, you could also focus on eating less of a food or nutrient that you tend to overconsume, like restricting red meat intake to three times a week, or not bringing pop into your house, or maybe only buying low-sodium chips instead of the regular chips. Another category of food-focused goals is more about modifying your overall diet or other factors that influence your eating, like choosing to make two out of three of your daily meals plant-based or only ordering takeout twice a month. If all of these ideas sound good, but you still don't know where to start, let's turn to the Global Nutrition Report for some targeted inspiration. Truly, only something a scientist would get excited for. All over the world, and especially in wealthy nations like Canada, America, Australia, and most European countries, our nutrition patterns are pretty similar. We consume too much salt, red meat, and added sugar, and not enough fiber, fruits, veggies, and whole grains. So with that in mind, here are five nutritious resolutions that you can take with you into this year. Number one, cut back on the sodium. As I covered in episode 21, salt is known as the silent killer. We consume one and a half to two times more sodium than needed, and that puts us at risk of heart disease and stroke. One simple way to reduce your salt intake is to avoid items with hidden salt, like frozen foods, deli meats, and baked goods from coffee chains. You can also opt for purchasing low-sodium versions of your favorite foods, like chips, bacon, and soup. And when you're cooking at home, you can easily reduce the amount of salt a recipe calls for and instead use no-sodium spices or fresh herbs to boost flavor instead. Also, real basic, but... Just remove the salt shaker from the dinner table. It ain't the 1950s. Number two, bump up the jam. Sorry, bump up the fiber. Because we don't eat enough fruits, veggies, and whole grains, we are drastically missing out on my favorite nutrient. Fiber is amazing. It helps keep our digestive system in shape, control blood sugar, and lower cholesterol. One tip to increase your fiber intake is to include more fruits and veggies in your diet. Sneak spinach into your smoothie, add chickpeats to your sheet of roasted potatoes, or simply set out a bowl of clementines to snack on. I promise it's not as hard as you think. You can also boost fiber by purchasing whole grain breads, pastas, and crackers instead of the refined versions. Idea number three, rethink your drink. If you are known to consume a lot of pop, fruit juice, or fancy coffee beverages, then this change is for you. Too much added sugar is linked to obesity, diabetes, and heart disease, so it's important that we keep it in check. The simplest action here is to make a swap. If you love to throw back Sprite or Coca-Cola, try swapping it out for a flavored carbonated drink instead. If fruit juice is more your style, opt for a smoothie made with whole fruits, as the fiber will help regulate sugar metabolism. 
And for the fancy frappuccino lovers, try ordering a latte or other drink with no added syrup. And also, remember to give plain water a shot. Just like with cheesy Hallmark Christmas movies, sometimes plain and predictable is just what we need. Idea number four. Cook more meals at home. While many of us during the early days of the pandemic embraced the adventures of the kitchen, including my own terrible failure at sourdough, learning to cook is super important for good health. Research shows that people who cook more meals at home have better diet quality and less body fat than people who rely more on to-go meals. That's because when you're in charge of making a meal, you control the amount of salt, sugar, and fat that goes into your food, so you can make adjustments for your health and preferences more easily. One way to help motivate your at-home cooking adventures is to compile a list of go-to recipes that are tasty, easy, and suited to your lifestyle. Ask your friends or, I don't know, the internet for assistance. There is a recipe that matches your exact needs and taste out there. I promise. Also, make sure to include meal planning as part of the process. Not only should you pick your recipes in advance, but also make sure the ingredients are included as part of your regular grocery trip and know which day you're making them based on what activities you have. There's nothing worse than having a really long day and finding out the meal you're about to cook has an hour's worth of prep ahead of you. Finally, I've saved my personal nutrition resolution for last. Eat more plant-based. I've mentioned this throughout many episodes, but in short, our overconsumption of meat and dairy is terrible for the environment, and decades of research has shown that eating a vegetarian or vegan diet is better for our long-term health. I know that this can be a daunting resolution for some of you, so it's best to start with some small incremental changes, like choosing one day of the week to eat entirely plant-based, or maybe just start with one plant-based dinner every week. And if cooking vegetarian food seems scary, you can also set a goal to eat plant-based whenever you're dining out or ordering in. This is a great and easy way to discover amazing dishes and drinks, including the Gen Z-approved oat milk latte. Other small swaps you can make include buying plant-based versions of your fridge staples, like soy milk, coconut ice cream, or frozen veggie nuggets. And lastly, the strategy I've adopted to help reduce my animal intake is to only buy meat from a local butcher. Not only do I know that the animals I'm eating were raised more humanely, but also, the meat is so damn expensive that I can't afford to eat it very often. And that's on engineering my environment. Overall, I hope that these ideas for a nutritious new year, as well as some tips on successful goal setting, have inspired you to shake up your eating habits in 2022. And remember, committing to a healthy change in your diet doesn't have to start on January 1st. It's an anytime kind of thing. Doing something is always better than doing nothing. So be proud of whatever habit you want to implement that helps you achieve a healthier life. And don't forget to forgive yourself for the times where you break your resolution and end up face first in a pile of Oreos. In the words of our great leader, Celine Dion, a new day has come. That's been the bite for today. Stay hungry. Thanks for listening to Nutrition Bites. New episodes are released three times a month. Make sure to follow along on Instagram at Nutrition Bites Podcast to continue the conversation. 
And if you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast and share with a friend. Have a great week. Bye.